Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Good morning to you both. Morning. Good morning. Mm. I love the way it just trips off your tongue, the Instagram, so easily now. No, yeah, it was so trendy. It was alien to me at first, but uh, it's great. It's like when you get a higher car and it feels like you've never driven before and then, mm-hmm. you know, a few miles down the road you start to... You just think... You're not thinking about it anymore. Yeah. Great. Nice. Yeah. Frank, would you like to hear from Tracy Morgan, who's been in touch? Mm, no. OK. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, no, go on. Oh, Tracy Morgan, the uh, American comedy star. Is it Tracy Morgan? There is a male bloke called yeah. Tracy, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, that right. Yeah. This it's is near enough. probably not that. This is from Twitter. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Alan. Catching up with last week's podcast, I heard you talk about sight tests. Get this. I'm blind in one eye. I like that she started with get this. <laughs> I'm blind. We were, should, I should say, by the way, before you said it, what we were talking about is um, yes. the monocle. And if you were... Um, if you if, if you If you've got a problem in one eye, uh, not mon-oncle, the, um, <laughs> the Jacques Tati movie, um, uh, which is a movie that's always been thing, it's very close. You, you yeah. should be able to work out French if my uncle mon-oncle. is mon-oncle. Yeah. Anyway, um, it doesn't seem fair to me that if you've only got a problem with one eye and you have a monocle, you should have to pay as much as you would for a pair of spectacles. And, and people yeah. have um, texted in and said yes. Uh, in fact, they said monocles were more expensive in some cases. Yeah. Come on. It's really important the work we're doing. <laughs> it is. Well, I think Regarding monocles. As an activist, I yeah. don't think people should be charged. Anyway, let's let's see what Tracy Morgan... It's the Morgan. consumer part of our show, which that we take com- seriously. That comic, I don't think it was Morgan. Tracy... Anyway, carry okay. on with, with okay. Tracy Morgan. Island. Um, get this. <laughs> I'm blind in one eye. Yeah. So only one eye is tested. Oh, yeah, it makes yet. sense. Yet... I have to pay full price for the test, as I'm not classed as partially sighted. Not even half price. What? Tracy, that is absolutely... No, that's, not, that's just not right. They're doing half no. the work. No. The monocle campaign, it starts here. I mean, yeah. how can you not be partially sighted, though? Like, that's the bit that's <laughs> amazing to me. I think part <laughs> one working yeah, eye. I'm not going to offer I was going to offer them a definition of partially sighted, like I knew exactly what... <laughs> like I had the uh, WHO yeah. Um, oh, yeah. regulations in front of me. Yes. Now, that seems unfair, Tracy. I think yeah. you should uh, pick it or exactly. something. Stand outside and get... Yeah. It's just not right. Yeah. Very activism based today, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, this is. Um, I'm going to be one of those people who has um, c- comedian activist as oh, my excellent. Twitter handle. If I had a Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah. Um, the handle keeps coming off my sieve, if that's any news to anyone. I'll tell Very you annoying. what you'd do if you were on is Twitter. Is that some actual truth? That's truth. Does it? There isn't, enough, it there isn't enough of that on breakfast, right? Yeah. Sieve news. Do you know what? had a collapse sieve recently. Oh, I wonder what that was going to be, did you? <laughs> I thought, what went? I was holding the sieve, and you know they have the two little iron handles either side. Wasn't that a Rolf Harris song? Oh, yeah. Some two of them have just one handle. Yeah. Mine had two, and one of the handles came clean off. It was pasta everywhere. 
I'm just saying, be careful. Well, since we're on this topic, I don't think any of us expected the writers to go in this avenue today. No, no. I, uh, I've recently had to replace a wok because the non-stick surface was coming off and into the food. I thought it was black pepper for about three weeks. Wow. Wow. I love that you're still using a wok. Yeah. yeah. That is the most 80s thing you've ever said. Are you sure it wasn't a bit of burned cassette tape that had gone in there? Oh, what? I remember when we got a walk and it was really quite a thing. They're great. In about 80... Yeah. Five? Five? Yeah. yeah. Like What's that. wrong with walks? It's no, no, nice walk if you can get it. <laughs> oh, goodness. That would have slotted in a treat to uh, Joanna Lomley's monologue. <laughs> Get your weekly Frank fix. Listen to the show as it happens on Saturday morning from 8 until 11 with more music and fewer ads with the Absolute Radio app. I entertained uh, last night. I don't mean I on Did stage, you? I mean at home. Oh, lovely. Me and Kat don't do that very often. Mm. Did you have um, a dinner party or a house I'm party? Calling it, I'm calling it of our version of a dinner party. Lovely. We have, um, um, David Badil and Moena Banks came round, our neighbours. Our, yeah. Well, they live up in the same road. Yeah. And uh, David bought a uh, takeaway. Nice. Did he? And what did he go? Did he go to the nice we Indian? We went to Paradise. Oh, you love Paradise. Which is the local, uh, in, very nice. Um, and um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we, we when we moved into the... You know when you move into a house and... They say the person selling it says stuff like, uh, "Do you want the? Do you want me to leave the?" Oh yeah. And you, and you give them a few extra quid and they leave. Yeah. yeah. They left. Um, the, the, the lady we bought the house of left. Of, we paid her for this uh, beautiful wooden dining table, chunky, really solid thing. It's brilliant. Kath never liked it, but I really liked it. In the end, Kath sold it. She sold it for, a, I don't know, a, probably a tenth of what it was worth. Mm. And it went. So we didn't have a table to eat off All right. for about two years. This is what people think of what his showbiz like. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have a table. And then for Christmas, because we were having people around mm. for Christmas, um, well, I still call it Christmas dinner, but it's at lunchtime. Yeah. I bought, I thought, well, I'll... I'm not going to get a big table for Christmas, you know. Um, I bought a pasting table. Oh, yeah. Do you know those things that you... Uh, yeah. That oh, you like at school when you do, yeah. No, you oh. paste wallpaper on. Yeah. You, t- you fold out a leg and, and then sort of stick it and fold out the other one. Well, I, don't, I, mean, I stand in various positions. Can, can <laughs> I ask you a question? How much is a pasting table? It wasn't much. It's like 40, 50 quid. 40 quid. Brilliant. Um, it's great, obviously, if you for if you if you're a person who applies butter to a slice of bread with gusto, <laughs> it's made for it. or basting any kind of elaborate basting. Yeah, yeah, you've got plenty of swing. Anyway, we got the uh, we've still got the Christmas tablecloth. Yeah, on it. Have you? Fest, yeah, Good. It's, it's honestly the way we live. <laughs> and a um, very temporary feel. Yeah, it is very temporary. I, th- I think when you get to my age. <laughs> temporary is, is temporary chic. So anyway, we mm-hmm. we had them round, and it was uh, it was a very nice night. But um, 
I, I'm a little self-conscious about the pasting table because um, it's noticeable. I imagine you bantered your way around oh, this. Oh, I mean, I, I use it as a prop uh-huh. in many ways. So when you say self-conscious, do you cover it with a nice tablecloth? Well, it's covered with a Christmas table. Oh, with a Christmas, yeah. But do you put flowers on and make it look decorative? No, no, it's not your way. No, no, we don't do that. With the takeaway, we didn't take them out of the cartons. <laughs> didn't you? Oh, we did, actually, we, we had plates and cartons, but we didn't put them in, you know. It's a good yeah. system. But I'll tell you what it reminded me of. I, I, I introduced, um, I have um, new readers, um, should know, I have a six-year-old child, and um, I introduced him to his um, first ever deck chair. Oh, nice. And he was a little um, on... Sure of it. Because mm. they, they look, they don't look like they take a, the human weight. There is jeopardy if, to If you've never well. seen, well, yeah, they are. Yeah. They're a bit yeah. geometric. Yes. Rather than furniture like. Anyway, it's, it's always good showing kids, you know, that when obviously we're a bit used to deck chairs um, in this country. Mm. I regard deck chairs as a commonplace. Mm. Mm. But he was kind of, um, he was kind of slightly blown away by it and wanted to know why we didn't have them at home. Oh, I see. And he said to me, um, the, gr- the great thing is, is when the, when the material gets too filthy, you can, you can get rid of it. And I thought, well, that's, that's a fair summary of my career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, I like to think that um, the, the deck chair is a, is, a, is a metaphor for having faith in your material. <laughs> But anyway, he said, well, why don't, you know, why don't you have them in the house? You can change the material when it gets dirty and you can fold them away so if you get guests, you can get more out. Yeah. Or if you want to wrestle in the living room. like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or dance. Yeah. Or like, dance. When my, you know, like when our Nori used to roll the carpet up and put beer on the floor for twisting. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I, um, I don't know why they put vomit. I that was accidental. <laughs> <laughs> but I hadn't got any good answers. Why As don't to why we, they're not why commonplace don't we in the have home? Deck chairs in our homes. Anyway, if anyone because I think, yeah, I would find it a little depressing. I think. Well, maybe. if there's anyone listening who who uses the deck chair as regular furniture, I'd, I'd love to hear from them. Well, we've already heard from a few pasting table users. Oh, well, well yeah. Gwen in Plumstead. Did you hear see that one out? Gwen, she's feeding twenty people at the at the pasting table. Christmas dinner. What see? We're all, we're all at it. Game changer. But the de- I, I, I have not got an argument for why we don't just sit around the house on deck chairs. I think it'd be... Uh, whether I'd be able to resist a knotted handkerchief, <laughs> I don't know. But then again, I never could. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a lot of like deck it. chair news, haven't we? Oh, all? yeah. We have had a bit. Jason Bardin, or Bardin, I don't know. Deck chairs always been scared of them most dangerous thing in the world hashtag finger guillotine in the world <laughs> yeah i don't know why yeah i mean yeah that's harsh on the deck i chair. think that's overstating it i can see the finger guillotine in the argument. world I tell you, I, you, you know that one thing bad expi- sorry i mean he's comparing it to the guillotine which is more <laughs> dangerous than the deck chair i'm sure <laughs> go, go on in. i was just gonna say if you have one bad experience with something um, then that's it for life. Staplers with me. And I think... But I love women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very wary of men who say they love women. Are you? What does that mean exactly? 
It means they've treated them badly. But it's like saying, you think so? yeah, I think it does. Whenever the people go, uh, I think sometimes it does. But it's like saying, I, I love, mean, I love I women. Love I've got so many female friends. I love women. Right. I actually prefer women. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't I it? I mean, yeah, I, it, that is suggesting, isn't it? That they're all the same. <laughs> it is, which yeah. they're not. Well, anyway. Uh, 240 has uh, got in touch. When we moved into our first flat, whilst waiting for furniture, we used sun lounger and deck chairs. <laughs> it was like a beach scene as we had beige carpet. <laughs> Very good. What I would have got is a couple of starfish. You, know, you get those from some of those um, fancy shops. I'm glad you said that. When me and David Bedino first moved into... Uh, uh, Your flat? Well, actually, it wasn't when we first moved in. I, he moved and I moved with him, is what happened. Oh, is that right? And it was just before Christmas. And um, he bought a big telly, a massive telly, uh, at a time when they were quite rare, big tellies. And he thought that if you bought furniture, it'd arrive the next day. But it, often it's like weeks. Oh, yeah. um, and so we had a... Um, we had Christmas food in the flat, but um, the only furniture, we sat and watched the telly on the cardboard box that the telly had come in. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes you wonder, do we need, do we need furniture? It's, a lot of it's overrated. Yeah, I mean, if I had three beanbags, that would suit me for the rest of my life. Well, um, we've, we've had some texts in, uh, a text from Paul in Worthy Down, who's uh, in praise of the beanbag. Mm. Uh, isn't a front room with deck chairs in it a Wendy house, he asks, mm. and then I find a couple of beanbags in the front room hugely entertaining to watch people get out of after an evening of drinking. And it's easy to store. Also, yeah. also um, I was going to say, if you've got the beanbags, you should go over to Owls with the walk. Because it's a lovely um, 80s scene going on there. Well, it's not, it's not as easy to store as a deck chair. I, I'm still fighting for the deck chair. If I lived alone, I'd happily have deck chairs. You're oh. not too concerned about your spine, are you? Because for me, what puts me off redeck chair and beanbag is I like to be kept held. I like to be held. I like right. to be held. Do you? Mm -hmm. I haven't been held <laughs> since the 90s. <laughs> 619 has texted, as an osteopath, I would suggest the non-back-friendly deck chair has been its downfall. Yes! No, but if you put it on the top notch... Oh, had enough yeah. of experts, listen to the man. <laughs> listen yeah. to the osteopath. Michael, Michael Gove over there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think osteopathy has quite, <laughs> quite made its way into standard medical oh. practice. Has it? It's still a bit... Isn't it still a bit borderline? I think people say that. Yeah. I personally... I still... Forgive me, but I still think he knows more than you about the spine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I've met more people who have got continuing injuries from osteopaths than I have continuing injuries from deck chairs. That's a good point, me well, that's too. Good. I can't imagine anyone will get in touch about that view, so <laughs> thanks for that, Frank. Um, look, I'm just... It's anecdotal, but it's, it's you know, it's I'm, I give you guys the truth always. That's what, well, yeah. there was that time I, I pretended my mum worked free in Fleming as a cleaner, golden eye. Yeah. But, I mean... That was clearly a flight of fancy, but I think, we, yeah, I, I know. Um, and you told your mother-in-law the car had been stolen as a April Fool's joke. That was April first. Then you can say what you like. Mm, April first. Different rules apply. God, if I was a world leader on April first, I'd scare <laughs> the hell out of people. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We've uh, had an email entitled Wok News. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't knock the wok. My daughter recently gave me Ken a wok. Ken Ho. No. 
Don't knock the walk. Nick Kershaw. My my daughter recently gave me a walk. She won at bingo. Yes, they are that unpopular. They're giving rubbish like this out at bingo. (laughs) And then they add, I do actually use it. Slightly confusing message there. Well, it's interesting because I I was shocked when you said you had one, but I wouldn't, Mm -hmm. um, I would use one. I don't know what, I forgot what you use them for now. Stir fry. Yes. Very much, yeah. Um, very but, yeah, I'm not anti what wasn't there a thing with walks that you had to burn you're supposed to start by burning them and they don't they're no good until they've been a bit burnt yeah I think that's the seasoning process I, which actually is, uh, applies to almost all you're not pans, allowed to wash to. them either are you that's the other thing can't wash a wok <laughs> there must the be a, an American 1950s novelty <laughs> song My, called uh, you can't wash a wok in a my mother something. once saw me washing it. She went, darling, you don't wash woks. And we had to, you had to clean it with oil. That's yeah. apparently the rule, but you know. Yeah, I think so. This is what, I mean, there's so many rules with woks. I didn't know they came with a lot of uh, rules. Oh, yeah. the wooden oh, handles. That's never, rules. I don't like the wooden they're handles. Like, they're like Soviet Russia in that respect. <laughs> a lot of rules. Yeah, a lot of rules. <laughs> So we've had uh, 142. Hi, Frank. Don't you think that that famous painting of Jesus Christ and the 12 apostles having the Last Supper looks like they're eating from a pasting table? That's from Paul the chauffeur. It is certainly a long, thin table. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's to do with the perspective, isn't it? You think? Well, I think it's also, you know, like in Neighbours, I'm sorry, Frank, to compare the Last Supper to a scene from Neighbours, but bear with me. It's fine. You know when they would go to Lassitus, (laughs) for example, in Neighbours... Yeah. Let's say Paul Robinson had a meeting with someone. Yeah. Obviously, because of the slightly cheap camera angles, they always have people sat on one side of the table, mm. don't they? Yeah. Because it's only sort of a two-shot or something. So I think that's what's happened in The Last Supper. But also, mm-hmm. you know when you get the waiter to take a photo of you at a dinner and you all have to lean in yes. in a weird way and you have to sort of stagger yourself you know if you can see the camera the camera can see you you don't want the last supper looking like that with Jesus at the end and like you know um, Judas's little head peeking yeah, up yeah Judas coming right across the yeah. others sorry if I, I went I was leaning across that's why my voice went a bit quiet Judas would be doing the little you know yeah, Churchill you, sign behind the head would he? yeah. yeah you know uh, you, you, you don't want that so they probably did the right thing going for the long thin table yeah okay I like the way that he said that photo of Jesus and the twelve apostles having the last supper as if I needed a little bit of (laughs) you remember the other week they described Adolf Hitler as the former leader of the of the Third Reich just in case Adolf Hitler that rings a bell the other one (laughs) <laughs> Helen Jackman. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Me and my partner had to eat our Christmas dinner on the pasting table as we moved house and had no table. See, we were... We borrowed it from the landlord from the local pub. He even lent us some fold-up chairs. Aww. Put the tablecloth on. Who would know? But that, there's something lovely about that, you see, because that's become people helping each other at Community. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Lovely. No thing. room at the inn, but, oh. you know, we can knock you up a manger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to uh, pret a manger. <laughs> Is that where manger comes from? Because you eat out of a manger. Does it come from the oh, French word manger? Yes. But there couldn't have been any French influence in... Uh, pret ...in the Middle East in 2,000 years ago. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about where pret got its name from. <laughs> no, but did... Which is obviously... It's a manger a from the same root as manger. And other questions I never thought I'd be asked. 
Eight, twelve, fifteen. Keeping the commercial in commercial radio. Well, Can like I ask you one other thing? is what foxes get, of course, isn't it? It's a disease. And, yeah, but they don't eat out of mind, just eat out of bins. I hope they don't eat out of my... Yeah. Yeah. I love a bin. On the food topic, can I ask a food question? Sure. My favourite bit of an orange... Oh, yes. ...is the inner secret orange that lives at the top behind the orange... Oh, yes! Now, you know, there's like a little... Yes. There's like a mini orange that lives yes. secretly in the attic of the orange. Yes, Frank! What is that? On what's the? What it's is a sec- secret orange? I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's a little orange. Hat it's lovely. Oh. It's sweeter Sweet. than the other orange. <laughs> Why, Alan? You're looking at us. You're looking at me. Am I eating the unborn children of oranges? <laughs> no, that's, what, that's the look you're I'm giving me. I'm not really me. seeing this bit. You never seen that? that? I don't think I've seen what? it. Maybe they don't no. get them up, up north. Yeah, yeah, maybe north south. <laughs> maybe divide, it's to do with the climate down here. You can't get them in a walk. It's like a mini orange yeah. that lives at the top of the orange. I say the it's top lovely. of the orange. Some may argue the bottom of the orange, but we all yeah. know instinctively what the top of the orange is. I mean, I think I see it. I don't even know if I eat that bit. Should I be eating that bit? It's the best bit. It's the best bit. All right, I'll give it it's a It's like go. ignoring the artichoke heart. What? Yeah, or not eating the knot <laughs> from the base of a thistle. Skinner <laughs> <laughs> on the radio. We've had some news in about your... Um, your special oranges, Frank. My secret inner orange. Yeah. We should all, I think, explore our inner orange. <laughs> yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, apparently, well, someone has said, 828 has said, I always call that mini orange the Parsons orange. Oh, as in the Parsons nose. Yeah, as I assumed it was on the bottom, not the top. And then mm. we've got 245, the secret orange is under the navel in navel oranges. The bigger the navel, the sweeter the orange. I've often oh. thought that. Mm. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, but with, well, I don't know why it exists as an inner orange. Well, that we haven't had answered. No. But bear with, it'll come in. Uh, 566, Simon, our Cotswolds art dealer, who's oh, often in touch with um, matters of <laughs> oh, intelligence yes. here, I yes. might Absolutely say. Absolutely charming. Um, morning all, re pret and French influence in Romano Judea. Wow. I, su- I suspect yeah. that the Good French heading. weren't around Bethlehem at the time of Jesus, no. but yes. perhaps the biblical stories were transcribed in French and Latin during the Middle Ages. It would also explain some of the names. It's unlikely that a bronzed-aged follower of Jesus was called Simon, Peter or Paul. All the best, Simon. Yeah. Good info. <laughs> That's good. I don't Did you like actually Frank- got to the bottom of it, but you know. It's, but it's... also, Frank's slightly defensive reaction. Yeah, yeah, I oh, like... it's a bit swallowed a dictionary for breakfast. No, no, no. I'm very happy with people who have swallowed the dictionary. I know you are. I tell you, I was, I was just thinking about when, was, um, you know, when I was talking about the tablecloth on the on the um, pasting table. Yeah. Yes. And a tablecloth, you'll agree, will covers a multitude of um, of well oh, blem- blemishes yes. and burns, yes. cop rings, and all the rest of it. And the, there used to be a thing that uh, I think I was thinking about walks when people uh, would get a not very nice sofa and they'd say, Well, we can always get a, a lovely throw. Mm-hmm. Mm. Get a, and mm. I, I love that it was called a throw <laughs> yeah. because you, you threw it over the 
Still yeah, over the sofa. A throw. It's still very much a throw. But it's very much named after the verb, and it's not yes. like you throw it every day. It's very. No. It's retrospective. Do you remember? Really, we, it should be called throwing. Do you remember the day we threw? <laughs> the, we actually threw the throw. That was a special day. But if it was called a land, that would make much right, more yeah, sense because yeah. it yes. it's, it's been there for right? Yeah. yeah. A yes, remain. It's, it's <laughs> permanently caught trapped in mid-action. It is. Yeah. It's like it's been defined by. <laughs> It's, um, it's initial it's arrival. Oh. Don't define it by its past. Yeah. No. It's not right, is it? No. It's like calling it a migrant or something You're like right. that. Because it, that's what it was when it arrived. But it's, it, it, it's settled now. It's assimilated. You know, yeah. It's integrated. Exactly. It should um, still be called a throw. Question. Do you have a throw? Um, I, I don't have a throw. No. Oh, dear. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yes, I've seen your throw. Lovely. I like the feel right, of yeah. um, I like the oh. feel of b- velour against bare flesh. I always have. <laughs> oh. um, that wasn't a joke. Anyway, just a fact. No, it's uh, ours is velour. It's sort of um, faux Yours leather. Yours is leather. It's faux, I think. You've got a, a Chesterfield. Uh, yeah, but it's faux. Oh, I think it's, it's more, more of a Macclesfield. Okay. Yeah, but no, I, I like um, I like um, things you can wipe. Yeah, that's what I think. You can't wipe mm. velour. Your habits, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's true. So um, we don't know what the inner orange is, actually. But we, we know it's the na- it's exclusively uh, belongs to the navel orange. I don't think we do know that. I think oh, we do. That's why they're called navel because it resembles the navel. We established yeah. we don't get them on an easy peeler. Don't get them on an easy peeler. Five three two is invited. Which is not a range. reference to that um, WPC I went at it in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> 532 has invited us round to try egg fried rice done in a wok. Lovely. Where do they live? Doesn't mention that. Well, what kind of an invite is that? We need more info. (laughs) No, that's like those posters you get for raves. We've got a factor in (laughs) journey time. Yeah, there's just some strange names. You don't know where you're going, when it is, how long it's going to last. We might have work commitment. We don't know if it's Aberdeen. I like no. the fact that Faye, the youngest member of the team, laughed the most uproariously at the rave, at the rave material. <laughs> yeah, she I liked was that. Just, I, I mean, yeah. it landed well with her. Do they still exist? I don't know. Do they still exist? Yeah, occur- she's nodding. It's just occurred to me now. It's a shame there wasn't some. If if Abba had got an extra member called Dean, <laughs> it, it would have been. They would have changed their name to Aberdeen so that all their names <laughs> were still involved in the thing. Well, That'd if be, I had a child, that's what I would have. Maybe called I'll it. write mm. some Abba fan fiction. <laughs> Oh, in which, in which that Good happens. use of your time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> there must be quite a week, is it? <laughs> I wonder if there is other fan fiction. I mean, that would, that yeah, would will be, be worth be. reading. They will. And fan art <laughs> of them, you know, getting their marriages back together yeah. and, and stuff like that. I want to check that out. Give me a moment. Frank Skinner on the radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8, 12, 15. Many have, more will. Follow <laughs> the sun on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Them's your options. Choose away. Good options. We've had a point of order I'd like to share. Order. From Alison Black. She says, I cannot believe it. Uh-oh. It's not a stolen catchphrase. Yeah. Been studiously avoiding use of that American aberration, invite. 
in oh, favour yeah. of the more genteel invitation. I think yeah. I revealed once on the show, my father used to say, I think he said it to a bouncer once at a BBC party okay. at a nightclub. He mm-hmm. said, got an invite, and my father said, the word is invitation, invite is an American corruption. Okay. Okay. So Alison Black continues. This is, this is you know, something she's obviously um, enjoying, my father's legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, as per Big Daddy's edict. And what did I just hear? What sort of invite is that? What's oh. next? Lieutenant Skinner. <laughs> oh. So you it was you. You're the you're the bad guy in this. Did I say that? You did you did say what kind of involved. I mean me of all people. Yeah. Um I apologise, Alison, and I appreciate you picking me up on that. Oh, that's nice. Okay. We used to have a pedant's corner, didn't we? <laughs> I think we but then we realised yeah, that we realised there were four of them. <laughs> <laughs> we were just um yeah. Okay, it's good. Well done. Okay. Um, uh Ali. Ali Black. Well, another point of order. Um, Frank and Team French Jesus. This email is entitled. We were okay. discussing the movement is that, of um, language. Mode? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> your own personal, your own French. I mean, I've no. Reach out and touch me. That's not, a, that's not an invitation. Yeah. I've no proof of the veracity of this point. Uh, just a radical thought. Maybe the French didn't influence Middle Eastern language because they wasn't around. So maybe, just maybe, Middle Eastern language influenced French. Cliff. Yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, very good. Good point. Mm. I love a bit of linguistics. Yeah, it's good, isn't yeah. it? On the show. What have, what's Big Daddy been up to? Well, I went um, I went and saw a bit of art on Valentine's Day. That was our Valentine's oh, Day outing. Lovely. Oh. Me and Kath went to um, the, the Dulwich Picture Gallery. Oh. Oh, it's nice there. You still there. live near there. Oh, did you? My Very nice around there. Ground. Yeah, I didn't live Your in that Your old bit. stomping ground. <laughs> is. Were you in Slade? I didn't, I didn't live in that <laughs> bit. Did you, how did you find the fringe? <laughs> oh, yeah. I always struggled Tricky. with that. High maintenance. It was, um, I'll tell you what it was, it was an exhibition by a bloke called Harold, and this is Harold, H-A-R-A-L-D. Oh, oh. so not Harold? No. Harold? Don't leave me, Harold. Um, no, not that. It was uh, Harold Solberg, who's a, a Norwegian artist, so it was lots of... Uh, what sort of stuff is it? Well, you know, it's all that mad Scandi stuff that you get, like, um, in Scandi Noir. Oh, I see. Is he contemporary? Um, no. Oh. Is it paintings? No longer, no or longer is with it sculpts? us. No, it's paintings. Oh, was it? And there's, um... <laughs> I like sculpts. <laughs> it? I don't know if I've ever used sculpts. Henry Moore, love your you sculpts. Can have that. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show before. I'm slightly fascinated by mermaids. Oh, yeah. There's part of me that thinks they might possibly exist. Oh. Um, but he's d- done some mermaid paintings, um, Harold. Harold. And, um,. For the first time, they they were slightly rough. The uh, the mermaids oh. slightly more favouring the fish than the female. I would I would say. All oh. oh, right. They look a bit, you know, seasick. No, they look. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? They look a bit like they've been in the fridge for a few days. Yeah, they they look a, a bit ropey. Like they mm. like really the, the 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 woman part of them has been slightly taken over by the scaly, slimy mm. thing. Which I, I, I like. They're not the sort of mermaids you'd ask for directions. No. They looked... Um, untrustworthy mermaids is one of his uh, motifs. Is it? I would say. <laughs> and his other thing, he, he does... Um, you know the Lonely Cottage painting? 
So yeah. there's all these trees oh, yeah. and that, and then in the distance there's one small... And, and I... Do you ever do that on the train? I wonder who lives there, yeah. I think. When you see a house oh, yeah. in the middle of nowhere... And I once walked, if anyone can help us on this who lives anywhere near the Thames Path, me and Kath walked the Thames Path when she was uh, pregnant. And we passed, as we come into sort of West London, that bit on the, along the river, there was the most dilapidated boat I've ever seen in my... A boat that looked like it wouldn't float on land. <laughs> it was, and it was in the middle of the river and there was a small chimney with smoke coming out of it. All the, the the windows were black and boarded up, and so I just thought, who? Someone's got to know. And then further on down, there was a, a, a like a caravan mm. with a, a cyberman outside, oh. um, not moving, but like a. Did this happen last night in a dream? No, yeah, no, yeah. this is real. Is real? I would love to uh, know who lives in those um, amazing places. Mm. Can I ask one other question? Sure. Have we got time? The, f- the fence is on the table. I'll ask it after. Sure. I mean, we'll have to come back later because we have got this news just in from Christopher. My sieve handle has come off and I don't know what to do. Well, my come sieve back. handle's come off. <laughs> There's something going on. There's definitely something going on. Built-in obsolescence. He's talking about drilling holes into the saucepan. No, no, but this feels like a national movement. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I want to ask a question which is a bit, it's a little bit South East England, so forgive me if you're anywhere else, but I will, I will broaden it in a second. But uh, when we went to this exhibition, me and Kath got um, Thames Link. Oh, yeah. Which is a train service. Wonderful service. But Kath said to me, Kath won't do the underground. All right. For, you know, sort of claustrophobia reasons. Mm-hmm. So, um... So she said, it doesn't go underground, does it? So I, I checked with my personal assistant. <laughs> uh, um, well, I'll tell you what, what was really annoying is that we looked up Thames Link and I, I put in things like Thames Link underground, question mark. Is Thames Link underground? And I could not get a straight... You know when Google doesn't deliver... It's yeah. one of the most inferior... I've become yeah. so dependent. You know I don't look at Google if it's something I can't remember, only if I don't know. But if I don't, I don't know, know, I that. want to know from yes. Google. It was. I just couldn't get a straight... And it was being evasive. I don't like that. Really? Well, you know, the time they spent making animations of <laughs> women from the 1920s in lab coats and glasses who discovered formic acid... Oh yeah, for their you know for their anniversary, when they could be having straight things, is Thames Link an underground state? And they could not come up with an answer. And we was like half an hour on the internet, so we got on it. I still don't know. I still don't know whether it was tunnels or whether we were actually on the ground. But I think Google, we know we we've come to depend on it, and mm. it's it's an it's an unreliable aid. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think you could be right. Thanks. I bet there's an app for that, though. I bet there's an app for people that don't like being underground that they can just put in their route and... That's well, my guess. Well, I think... Do you think we... Think we there's an app for everything. We, oh, there's an app for everything. I was in the garden with a friend last summer oh. and Roger. a plane... A plane <laughs> flew over. <laughs> in the garden? A plane flew over 
And somebody said, I wonder where that's going. Something you don't often hear said. <laughs> I haven't heard said since my childhood about planes. <laughs> but somebody said, I wonder where that's going. And she just held up an app to the sky at this thing and it said where the plane was going. Wow. That's a very specialist app. That's a, yeah. yeah. Track, track who, my plane. Who yeah. cares is where it, the plane is going? Is that app called I Live Under a Flight Path <laughs> I'm trying to make the best I, of it? What would you call that app? Is it a plane? <laughs> I'd do a plane called... The only time I care where a plane's going is if it's heading towards my house. <laughs> uh, but I... Yeah, as you, there is an app for everything. Well, I think we have a lack of tolerance now for the unknown. We want guarantees mm-hmm. before every journey. We need to know when the cab's going to arrive, etc. Mm. Okay, that's my little thought for the day. I liked that. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I think there's more wisdom in that than you'd get in Capital Radio in 12 months. <laughs> um, I would like to know Not if anyone comedy, knows that. Though. Does Thamesley go? I mean, actually yeah. being on it, is that a roof or are we underground? It's a... It's a, it's a, it's a she was getting very anxious. Of course, I was getting anxious. Yeah. And I stick my PA I knew her job was hanging by a thread. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Nick Coy has got in touch. Oh, yeah. Normally bashful. What's he... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what's he carping about? <laughs> Well, well, we came from two different angles. The auspices are good because his Twitter handle is... Well, that's is... what the vet told me. <laughs> <laughs> the stat monster. Now, I don't know about you, but anyone called a stat monster, mm-hmm. I suspect they know their onions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has news on Thameslink. OK. Thameslink goes, brackets, intermittently. I'm giving that tone, but mm-hmm. I think it's one he would have liked. Underground from just after Blackfriars to just after St Pancras. It's pretty scary, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. Very good. Someone else has said that. Hold on, so is it a tunnel? Uh, Yeah, it's... it's, It goes underground. So they're not at ground level with stuff built over them. They literally go underground. Well, 285 has said that they think it uses a very old northern line tunnel. Oh... Oh, I love that you know that. How do you get a very old Northern Line tunnel? I think it's just. It's like the Northern spare. Line suddenly says I'm going a different way and not <laughs> yeah, using I think, that anymore. I think that's what's happened. Anyway, look, I'm sorry for exactly. people who don't live in London because this has gone a bit southeast. Even um, I will apologise. Yes. Um, well, we, we can easily make it more accessible. Um, uh, a quick email. <laughs> Uh, entitled Anglo Saxon Exhibition. Oh, yes. Frank, in capitals, with an exclamation. Mark, yeah, yeah. I'm going to the BL's British Library's Anglo-Saxon exhibition today. Is that brilliant. correct? British Library, absolutely Libraries? brilliant. Very excited, especially because I found out this week that the corrections for my PhD in Anglo-Saxon history have been accepted. So I'm going to the exhibition as a Wowie. doctor of Anglo-Saxon studies. Wow! Couldn't ask for a better reward. Very pleased to hear that you're a fellow fan of early medieval history. That Emma. is. That's brilliant. <gasps> Emma. Hats off, Emma. Hats yeah, off. That, that's fantastic, Emma. Can I just say, I don't wish to name drop, but a friend of mine got in touch recently regarding the Lewis chess set, and his mother brought the Lewis chess set over to the public, I believe. She did it, it would have been like in the 70s or something. Um, she had the fran- She owned the franchise for the Lewis chess set games. 
Oh, okay. Okay. not the actual pieces, sorry. All right. But what I liked is that he had loads of Lewis Chesset merchandise. He wore a pendant, apparently, <laughs> with a knight. I said, wasn't it heavy? He said, no, it was flat, a flattened knight. Oh. And Omar Sharif once appeared at the Birmingham trade fair oh, to, promote, to promote the Lewis chess set. Did he really? Yeah. And Rod Stewart bought a Waterloo chess set. Thank you. Did he? That's my friend Simon, yeah. Rod Stewart plays chess. <laughs> Waterloo themed. Yeah, that's um, hard to picture, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, you like silk trousers, I'm thinking. And uh, Military trousers, I can see him in that, Frank. Um, so that's interesting, isn't it? Um, also, Emma, the um, Anglo-Saxon, yeah. is going to the ex- exhibition. I wonder if she's going to be saying, oh, well, actually. Like, <laughs> you know when an expert goes to anything? Yeah, we've all had enough of experts, yeah, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, reading things off the wall, saying, well, you say that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what Michael Gove went. He'd been to a museum with an expert <laughs> and he was fed up of them. Well, I always used to say that um, if I ever done that... Um, that Virgin, uh, what's the one that goes to space? Oh, yeah. Virgin, oh, yes, the Challenger, was it? Virgin no. Interstellar or something yes. like yes. that. Um, I'm not Interstellar anymore. Don't you remember it? when I met Richard Branson? I put you up for it. Yeah, when I said I didn't want to be on with um, uh, God rest his soul, obviously, no, he doesn't think he has one, um, <laughs> Professor Stephen Hawking. Yes. Because although he's a great uh, mm. genius, was a great was a genius, great imagine the. No, I think you'll. F- I won't do the voice. I think no, you'll no. find that uh, right. that that is not the Milky Way. It's actually a, a, a no all quality. A, yeah, yeah, it's actually a, a, a byline of the um, yeah. Almega um, incident. Which, but yes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, can I get peanuts? <laughs> um, it gets old. Yeah. Frank Skinner on the radio. Matt Cutler has said it's overground at Farringdon, which is between Blackfriars <laughs> and St Pancras. I'm literally on it now, fuming with that guy who claims to be the king of trivia or whatever it was. <laughs> now, to be fair, he was called the Stat Monster. Yeah. He didn't claim anything. I gave him that handle, really. Oh, I okay. handed over, I bestowed that title upon him. It's the Stat Monster. He is to stats what the honey monster is to honey, yeah? <laughs> I don't think we should get too heavily into train routes as a general broadcasting tip. Oh, OK. OK. But um, I, I genuinely wanted to know. I still... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. OK, it did go underground. I do, however, want to get heavily... Am I going to broach this with my personal assistant who absolutely assured me it didn't go underground? Well, I mean, it's a common issue most a lot of people are having this morning. It's difficult, though, because, I mean, you know, Kath was genuinely alarmed when it went underground. Hmm. But it turned out fine, so she could use that. Turned out nice again. Right, anyway, let's move on. Well, I... There's no time to be discussing HR. (laughs) (laughs) Can we disappear into the furry embrace of the Gruffalo? Not to be confused with popular comedian Janine Gruffalo. Who I worked with last year. Did you? I did. Didn't we have her on the, the radio show many years ago? Wasn't really? her? I be, it was someone who'd, um, I think, once dated her. Oh, well, we're going to have her and she pulled out or something like that. Oh, that sounds yes. very possible. Okay. Frank, you're absolutely so right. We got it was during Edinburgh. We got an ex boyfriend <laughs> she pulled out. I mean, that was. That's the line of command we follow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So it was announced... I don't know if you saw this, but it was announced that the Royal Mint are going to release a special Groffalo 50p coin. Did you see that? Yes. What? I tell you a weird thing oh, about this. The da- I read this in the Daily Mirror about this, and they began um, after the roaring success of the <laughs> Paddington <laughs> Snowman and Peter Rabbit coins. I thought, was that a roaring success? Passed me by those. A <clears throat> roaring success was like Love Island or something like that. Everyone yeah, right. was, you know, the bodyguard. Everyone that, was talking yeah, yeah, about it. the bodyguard it. was big. I don't oh, remember God. saying, wow! <laughs> you seen those... Those 50 pences. 50 pence. I mean, everybody's... Talk about water colour. <laughs> water cooler moment. Water cooler moment. Water cooler currency. I like the idea of people coming into work saying, hey, have you seen the Paddington? Just getting their wallets out and looking yeah. through for 50 pences. Ow, oh, the rendering on those Wellingtons. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anything and like a guy, it. Uh, like, in, you're in a shop and someone's saying, there's your chair, and they go, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jemima Puddle Duck! <laughs> Um, no, I don't. I don't think it was a roaring. I mean, it's fine. I was pleased. I got. Yeah, um, I don't remember it. You say pleased. I, when I got, I got a couple. I I got lucky. Did you? Did you? Paddington. I got a Paddington. Still you got never. it. Shut up. Yes. Do you know I've never even seen a Paddington. Has he got well, bring, I'll bring it in next week. Oh, shut up. What do you mean has he got wellies? No, he's completely <laughs> naked, isn't it? Well, he naked. is. Oh, what? He's got one coat. The terrible thing he is, is naked, he's actually. tearing apart a hunter. <laughs> I mean, it's not its not typical of Paddington at all, the shot they've gone for. <laughs> it's very, um, you know, B-sides and other tracks album. <laughs> he's trapped in one look forever. And that's my yeah. idea of hell. Yeah, yeah. You've got to wear a duffel coat when he's 70. But, well, I was excited to get a Paddington. I'll tell you what I got. I'll give you the full. I've got, I got three. I got Paddington Bear. How old are you? I got um, Peter Rabbit. And then when I said I got oh. Peter Rabbit, I actually got Peter Rabbit. I did get Mrs. Tiggywinkle, first of all. Right. But it's a bit like when, when it used to be have SO World Cup coins and there were yeah. some players who were very much squad right. players who were never going to play in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about Mrs. Tiggywink. But when I got Peter Rabbit proper, I was quite excited. And w- yeah. did you purchase these from the Royal no, Mint? No, you got I, them as I got them in change, yeah. Wow. They had, um, a, was there a Sherlock Holmes one as well, I believe? Um, mm. I couldn't find that one. No, I had to there's... get me magnifying glass. Oh. He's got jokes. And Samuel Pepys. Does he? Do you know Samuel Pepys? (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's the last time I'm getting changed around his house. (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Samuel Pepys, straight round there. (laughs) So uh, this is going to sound vulgar for anybody that's um, just joining the show. Uh, Frank's talking about his money. Um, is that does that is that sound vulgar? No, no, it, it does because oh, I see they might mean. not know that you're discussing thought, your collection of coins. Well, it's not really a. Uh, it's the start of a collection, if uh, you ask me. Uh, it's it's the most. It's I think it's the most impressed I've ever seen you by one of my stories. You said, <laughs> well, you had to hold on. You got this yeah. in your change. Yeah, wow. all the off-air uh, gossipy <laughs> ones. Not even raised an eyebrow, but once it's about collectible oh, fifty pence. about the old money. What mm. about when? Uh, Faye revealed that she did you own a, a coloured coin or you'd seen what no she shook her head no um, but the coloured coins are Faye's the assistant ex- producer yes she say. is sorry um, extraordinary 
Is it? Well, yes, can but... you imagine having a coloured coin in your possession? I've got brown ones and some silver ones. Yeah. No, no, like the Paddington has got a red wellies. And what a coins? Blue... Were they all coins. painted in the early yes. days? Yes. You know when people say right. our statues, of course they were all painted in the early days. It was, <laughs> co- it was coins all, all done. We could paint our own coins. Yeah. It's I've, not going mean, to be the same, is it? I Those coins, though, the coloured... Um, Paddington coins and they, don't, they don't crop up in change you have to buy them is that from, right from the mint oh is that right the royal mint the mint what's the mint what do the mint <laughs> can I ask you this what do yes. the royal mint spend their profits on from and these sales can I say they're loaded the royal mint exactly <laughs> they must Why put it they... back into coins surely well do you think they just put yeah. it into circulation <laughs> the money comes no. what else do they do well they make they you made the to... Olympic medals for 2012 did they and I think they make all the Queen when she gives out the knighthoods, Frank. Do they make those? Yes, I believe so. All right. Well, I didn't know they were um, soiling their hands <laughs> for that kind of stuff. But you got yours in change, the, your uh, uh, yes. questionable ones. Why do, why do you question me on no, this? No, I'm just interested because yes, you totally your change. Me by. I should check my change more often. Yeah, I was thinking I suspect I was you do that quite often. <laughs> Let's be honest, Frank. But Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. I'm not in there looking for you? collectibles. Not at that stage, yeah. You could grate cheese on the uh, the Mrs. Tiki Winkle uh, relief. <laughs> but um, it's borderline advertising, isn't it? Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Because the new one, the Gruffalo, I mean, the Gruffalo is a book, it's got merchandise. Isn't it a bit like a 50 pence advertising a franchise? Right. Well, I'll tell right. you what. I think if we'd have won... Uh, if England had won in the last summer, oh. I think there might have been talk. I'm just saying of a little Chesterfield sofa, a 50p, and skin a bit of yeah. There was talk of a Harry Kane £5 note. We talked about it, didn't there we? There was, yeah. But I think Imagine you and David. Oh, I would have loved his little glasses in we the were, relief. We've been on, um, we were on a crisp packet. Once, me and Dave on a sofa. Yes, I'd, I'd say that's I as close, that. close as we've got to being on the, the actual currency. Legal tender. So yeah, it's uh, the Paddington. I, the, the thing is with it, like I said, I think they should stick to the main characters. Yeah. Um, who because, are they? Well, Mrs. Tig- supporting artists. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. <laughs> I was, I was pleased to get it, but I wasn't thrilled. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, were you even pleased? Like with to be Paddington, honest. I don't want a Mr. Gruber. <laughs> yeah. Pence. You don't want the obscure Oscars. No. What you're saying is, no, you want Judy Brown. <laughs> you Come want, off it. You want Top Cat. You don't want Chooch. I want Top. Why don't they bring a Top Cat one out <gasps> on a string? Oh, that's a good idea. <sighs> Full Come of them, on, Royal Mint, you could have that <laughs> if you're listening. They should definitely do that. That would be brilliant. Could I request them? Could I go to my bank and say I'd like to withdraw £1,000, please, in uh, collectible 50 pences? Can I say, so far, they've done... Um, snowman? They've, they've done the Snowman, Raymond Briggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a white person from London. Julia Donaldson. Oh, yeah. Right. The Gruffalo, white person from London. Born in Hampstead. Beatrix Potter. Peter Abbey, white person from London. And um, who was the other one? Got, um, uh, Paddington Bear, A.A. Milne, white person born in London. 
No, just saying. A. A. Milne, was it? Mike? Oh, anyway. A. A. Milne was Winnie the Pooh, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, I think Paddington Bear. No, oh. Paddington Bear was white person from London. Oh, okay. Thank Michael, fill in the yeah, There's a theme. There's a theme that they're not publicising quite so much. Is that you have to be a white person from London to get your character on a coin? <laughs> okay, I'm just saying it. Everyone's going a bit tense, but you know, as you know, comedian activist. We're talking about the Gruffalo. Hold on. Oh, no, sorry, I have to do my housekeeping. It's perfectly all right. (laughs) Um, This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. There ought to be a way of making Dean rhyme with 15. I'll, I'll, I'll give some thought to my scansion. Yeah. Mm. Oh. I've, I've spiralled into a gloom since we've been talking about these coins because oh, no. it turns out that I might have had several of them in my change and inadvertently spent them. Bound to us. It's not like you to stress over money. I'm gutted about it. But what happens if we all keep... Um, these 50 pences isn't that the very antithesis of what the Royal Mint is supposed to do send things into circulation oh I dare say we'll have an economist texting the show eventually I've got got two two Samuel two Samuel Johnson's 50 pences and uh, and a Charles Dickens 50 pence you might be sitting on a fortune there in Skinner Towers I I don't think so you referred to economists to be honest I can't be bothered to check Wowee. <laughs> I mean, I understand when it comes to the coppers, but with the silvers... Well, you can't trust yeah. the coppers like the old time. No, no. you can't trust no. the specials like Good. the old time okay. coppers. Go on, Emily. What I noticed that in the question. sun, they said the Gruffalo coin will be released from February the 19th, according to Money Boffins. <laughs> oh. I like the idea that... Who are the Money Boffins? And do they have those visors on, like in the old films? Well, I uh, what do you think they look like, money boffins? I bet they've got one of those eyepieces <laughs> that you can bring... bring. They'd have a jeweller's eyepiece for looking at coinage. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I like the sounds of... I, it's the last thing I'd want to be really into is money, I think, like that. It is kind of a weird subject that can fry your head, though, isn't it? Like, the idea that these 50 pences might be worth £104. No, that can't be right. I was in New Zealand a long time ago, and Were I you? said to another comedian that was on... Yeah. On at the it's festival. The, mo- the weirdest part of the anecdote. Oh, no, I was like, life, he said. Like, I was like a day or two into the trip, and I said, so how much is Kiwi dollars worth compared to a pound? And he said something like, well, uh, a pound is two Kiwi dollars, but because you live in London, it'll be more like three. And I, it really fried my head. I was like, well, yes. how are they going to know where I live when I'm... <laughs> Spending it in the shops, like. And you lived in London, you say? I lived in London, yeah. I've <laughs> well, been this, around this me. Been one, it's just been like one revelation wrapped in another, like a I have like been... a babushka doll, <laughs> based on Alan Cochran's life. Wow! Is there anything else? Do you know what about? I love? Al? He reacted to you once being in New Zealand a bit like when I think your Nora was dating someone with a car, Frank, and oh, everyone yeah. came out of the house in the street. That's right. We to all have went. A look. We all went. It's a second-hand mini, but we all went out to have a look at it. We, <laughs> Sounds car. good. Car, yeah. we can actually, it's the first time I've ever been in a car. Yeah. So he let us go inside it as well. I don't think it was actually moving. No. But um, it was moving emotionally. On bricks. <laughs> yeah, we didn't kick the tyres in case. Can I say, some of these anniversaries are a bit spurious as well, though. You think? Well, 
Well, that 60 years of Paddington. Yeah. Seems to be a big oh, deal. the big six. Oh, never, of... never stop me. Never stop me, dreamers. <laughs> Wouldn't it be, how would the song have gone if we'd said 60 years of Paddington? Why bring that up? <laughs> 40 years of The Snowman. Oh, yeah. 150 of Beatrix Potter. I just find it a bit 27 years since the last episode of Howard's Way. Yeah. Is that the next coin? I think 150 years is a perfectly reasonable anniversary, isn't it? 350 years since Samuel Pepys' last diary entry. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Come on. But they I mean, at least you can be fairly precise on the date with that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the pluses. They said in this article that the Gruffalo is 20, so I think he's moved out of the deep dark wood and he's at uni. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I don't, yeah. I've got to confess, I've never read the Gruffalo. Now, it's because I don't have, as you know, I forgot to have children, but yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, as Gruffalo, I mean, I assume you two are familiar with oh, the Gruffalo. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Well, what's his vibe? I mean, I don't really understand much about him as a character. Well, he's a menacing <laughs> character. I mean, he's an interesting choice for a, a, a coin because he is a he's a tremendous physical threat. Yeah, he's in he's, the dark, dark wood. Mm-hmm. But this is what I mean. Is he? You know, he's sort of he's aesthetically quite challenged. I think we can all agree. Is that part of his store, his narrative arc? Or well, is he, that... fr- he, fr- he needs to be frightening. Okay. But well. the, the story is something I've always held on to, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's a common uh, trope. Um, and if you meet writers, you can see why. The story mm. suggests that thin and frail individuals um, are more intelligent than big, strong ones. No mm. disrespect, Al. Present company accepted. <laughs> what am I, thin yeah. and frail? No, no, you're no. big and strong. I don't think you so. are. I'm the, I am the little mouse to your gruffalo, <laughs> basically. How does that make so me? I- Some sort of Mrs. Tiggy Winkle character. So the idea is that the clever lit- but, but, but fragile oh. and vulnerable little mouse is able to fool others by his oh, um, yeah. sharp, razor sharp yeah. intelligence. He does outsmart me. I mean, him at the end. Doesn't he? The, of course, he'd I... have hated Samuel Pepys, a little mouse, because I seem to remember Samuel Pepys buried an enormous cheese during the Great Fire of That's London. That's right. He thought it was going to melt. <laughs> That's right. Ah, oh, there you go. Tie the ends together, now we can relax. <laughs> Hear the Frank Skinner show as it happens, Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East. Gruffalo has a portmanteau name, Oh, Gruffalo soldiers. <laughs> um, sorry. Is it part grizzly bear, I assumed? If part you buffalo? Had, if you had one of those, um, you know those um, sandwich things that, that cook sandwiches? Mm, a toaster. If, yeah, no, not a toaster. A grill, one that you sort of press down. Yeah. Oh, like a... If you had one of them... Sandwich press. Yeah, if you could have one <laughs> that yeah. patterned... The Gruffalo, uh-huh. you could make Gruffalo soldiers to put in your um, yeah. um, soft boiled eggs and then sing the Bob Marley song <laughs> as you did it. It's, that's worth thinking about. Okay. If you're doing a children's party, you can have that. There's no trouble to go to either. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I it's, just think it's a rather... If it's Grizzly Bear it's based on, is it? Is this it? Why is he... Or is he just a made-up... Grizzly Bear and fi- Buffalo. I think it's just a made-up... Oh, OK, But obviously fine. there's elements of that to... Uh, OK. To and Groff, Billy, Billy Goat's is, Groff, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a lot of... Yeah. And the lower low, you know, what were the Nazis as Hello, a threat yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
I think there's, there's a lot of that in it. I Would like you recommend it. it? ELO, I, like it ELO, I think, because it's the classic, the classical aspect of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you recommend it though? You I reference would, it, yes. though, don't you? Well, this is what I mean. I talk about it all the time. You've mentioned Gruffalo on, on the show several times. Someone with bad teeth. I will say Gruffalo. Right. Yeah. Because he, they actually do say terrible teeth, I believe. Yellow mm-hmm. teeth, I think, yeah. is one of the things, yeah. But I've never yeah. read it, and I need, to st- I need to stop doing that. No, I don't think so. I think okay. that's allowed. Oh, is I it? think okay. some, some things get a foothold. I... Uh, in fact, I made a note of this the other day because yeah. I referenced the film 28 Days Later. Oh, yeah. Which I've never seen. Oh, I haven't seen yes. it. I just said, oh, it's going to be like 28 <laughs> Days Later because I knew roughly what the I've film had, was. I've I had thought, dinner with the female star of it. Have you? Yeah. I'll watch it then. <laughs> yeah, watch it. <laughs> That's my benchmark. Yeah, you watch it. Um, um, it. I also do that with um, I See Dead People. Still not seen it. Oh, do you? You know the film? Well, well... Oh, see, films it. are such a time commitment. Where is the Gruffalo? Yes. I reckon you could read the Gruffalo in about it. a minute and a half. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I ever change my name by <laughs> Deed reading. I'm going to change my name to Ian Christopher Dead People. <laughs> so then I, my name will be I See Dead People. <laughs> what? I really can't believe you would do that. That is <laughs> the sort of thing you'd change do. it back once I've got the, all the laughs out of it. Yeah. I don't think you would. I think you'd so enjoy the laughs. The gift that keeps on giving. The sun My said, name, it's Icy. Now, the mirror said there's no, um, there's no, they haven't said what the design will be for the Gruffalo kind, but they expect it to use a an iconic picture of the Gruffalo. <laughs> right. It said maybe the one from the cover of the book. I thought this is this is pure speculation. Yeah. <laughs> and also, of course, they're going to use an yeah. iconic. You're not going to get him just leaving frame. <laughs> what of him with his <laughs> eyes shot? Caught, you know, a really arty shot. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a paparazzi shot of the Gruffalo. <laughs> of course, it's going to be iconic. It's on a coin. How he different? Also, let's be honest. How different it does the Gruffalo? I mean, does he have a good side and no. a good angle? No, he's all bad side. And I no, think for it's... people with bad teeth, that's not that's positive though. Look, can I say if there's anyone listening <laughs> who looks like the Gruffalo, um, <laughs> don't take it don't call to me. heart. And according to our research, we're talking about between twenty-five and thirty percent of the <laughs> listeners. Um, uh, <laughs> And yeah, and uh, black tour t-shirts. Oh, what was this, it? And, mm-hmm. uh, and Converse trainers. Don- no, I think Dunlop green flashes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tesco Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, now we were, obviously we were speaking lightheartedly about the Gruffalo's appearance. It's what's inside that counts, as as with the navel orange. Frank Skinner on the radio. On the coins front, <clears throat> I. Um, I went with my uh, child to buy some match attacks. Do you know what they are? Yeah. They're um, popular football collecting cards. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like the paninis. And, um... Yeah. Pardon? And they uh, like the paninis. Um, yes. Except they're, they're hard cardboard. OK. You paused if, you if I said a bad thing. No, I, I, mis- I misheard. OK. Um, <laughs> so, um... Heavens. What had happened is that Boz had opened his pig... You know, he's uh, um, saving... Piggy pig. bank. Piggy oh, bank, right. yeah. I couldn't remember what they were called. <laughs> I've heard it described quite like that. You made it <laughs> saving, sound like some autop- animal autopsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that programme when they used to opera- open big animals up? What oh. was it called? Do you remember it? Oh, yes, I do remember like that. They'd cut, a, they'd cut a, a whale an ox shot. Yeah. open or something like that. No? 
It was the animal autopsy. Mm. Might have been. Anyway, it wasn't that. It was a piggy bank. And he, got, and he had three quid's worth of um, pennies and toppences. Yeah. So we went down to the shop uh, down the road and because he uh, match attack football cards are a, a pound a, a packy. Mm-hmm. So he went and he turned up and he put an enormous, it was in a bag, oh. the, all these pennies and cards. It, it's like the Weimar Republic. You know, when they, when, <laughs> <laughs> they were carrying it around the supermarkets. Yeah, the money has completely lost his <laughs> thing. And it, also it made me think, every now and again in the newspapers, there's a story of a, of a, it's usually a man, I think it's always a man, who pays a tax bill or a traffic thing yeah. in coins to be, just be a, I can't even a word I can say on An annoyance. Papers. Yeah. yeah to an be annoyance. a deliberate annoyance. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I'm a very big fan of the recurring themes <laughs> in news. Um, we used to do a thing, foreign objects in food. Like yes, people yes. found a rat's head in, a, in crisps and stuff like that. Very fat cat used to be another. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Smoke, smoking monkey, less less so, but it was quite a big theme, smoking monkey. Um, but, um, so he's in the shop. Actually, if anyone else has got any um, recurring of those news um, n- n- recurring news yes. tropes, 8, 12, 15, I'd love to, because they, they are The very, nice ones. Yeah, they're very satisfying now, though. You're absolutely right, though. It's the the, the person <coughs> challenging the parking ticket. Yeah, the sort of stroppy bloke yeah. pays in coins. Anyway, the... It's the equivalent... Um, sorry, Frank, I was going to say, it's the equivalent of when I say, fine. <laughs> But this was the shop, if you remember, where I bought extra strong mints and it said not to be sold individually, oh. where he'd been split in Maltese. Yes. Um, and if you split the Maltese, and um, then if that, that the person who's bought one of the Maltese full price comes in yes. with a big pile of coins, I think, you scratch my cart, as the yeah. news agents would say, I'll yeah. scratch yours. Um, although he's probably, he's going to probably repaints. Yes. Judged by the. Uh, <laughs> has anyone ever has that ever been a scam that people have repainted with silver paint scratch cards? Oh, if you had like, remember when those pota- potato print things when you used to, used to cut a shape out of potato and yes. then print? You, I think you could completely restructure a scratch card and and sell it again. With a there have been paint. a spate. <coughs> I'm using spate. A, spate a, John, a Johnny in, spate in relation. Oh, lovely Frank. Yeah. In relation to the scratchies. Of false claims, people yes. um, try, doctoring. altering, doctoring yeah, yeah. the le- the number. Yeah, um, it's happened. I think it's a thing that false people do claim. now. When I hear false claims, I think of the old timer <laughs> penning for gold. That's what I think of. Anyway, he, he accepted it and he got his three things. And the man and uh, we, in fact, we what we did is we left the money. We went to church. And when we got back, he finished counting them and he gave him the three packets. Of, oh, that's nice. How was his receptione, you know, to the coins in the bags? Did he say, oh, no worries? Was he upset? I think he, he smiled. You know the way people smile at children in a sort of, oh, that kind of... He did oh, that. lovely. Good, yeah, I was, like him. If he counted yeah. those coins whilst you were at church and it, uh, it was all done as you got back from church, does that mean that he counted them at Godspeed? <laughs> Not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm happy with that. Frank Skinner on the radio. Okay, we've just heard from Phil uh, from Barnsley. 
Not Phil, Phil not, Barnsley. Not, not Phil Barnsley. Hey, Frank, I've just got a Paddington 50p. You do know there are two different ones. I think, well, I didn't know it already in the mirror. One is waving a flag outside Buckingham Palace and the other is on the train station platform. Mm. They're both Brexit-themed. We've also had uh, 345 texting. Nature's Giants was the programme Frank was alluding to. Ah, yes, Nature's the, uh, Giants. But um, Animal yeah. Autopsy would have been better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Often I find the mistake is better than the actual thing. And um, 393, don't think that I haven't seen your complaint about me giving away the ending of uh, The Gruffalo um, and requesting a spoiler <laughs> alert, Claxon. Um, sorry about that. I think... Um, did I mean, you what quite, with it, didn't quite What would it, it be in a 20-sentence long book? I just thought it was fine. Yeah, I mean, come on. There is, um, there is a sequel, of course, that we haven't mentioned. What's it called? Gruffalo's Child. Mm-hmm. He has children. Yeah, he, well, he has eight children. There's no sign of any... Um, I mean, he's a single parent. What? Yeah. Uh, what's the... OK, so what's the system the there? The Gruffalo's child is a, a, what they used to call in the papers a test tube baby. Or, a, <laughs> like, maybe there was a, a donor... A surrogate mother, perhaps. I wondered if it might be, like, um, Bruce Wayne and uh, Dick Grayson. It could be his ward. That's right. <laughs> he might have got a ward. What's ever happened to the ward? I don't know. I've, I haven't <laughs> met a ward... Do you know? And I always... It was a Victorian conceit. Well, I always associate it with the sort of... Well, Miss Havisham had a war. I always associate Jane it Eyre. with Dick Grayson. I don't think I can think of another one. Well, it's. I always think of it with sort of 19th century lit. You know, they would have the ward, wouldn't yeah. they? They would be a sent to stay with someone. Millionaire Bruce Wayne and his ward. He Dick had a Grayson. ward? Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Gruffalo essentially has a ward with him. He has a ward. It's all to be called the, Buff- the Gruffalo's ward. <laughs> does the, um, does the Gruffalo look like the Gruffalo? The child, sorry. He's slimmer. Oh, a slim Gruffalo. Yeah, Call yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we can sort the wart out. I know a great woman. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah it, it looks like it's going to be that you can see... Um, you can see the pair. So it can't be its ward, actually, because it no, looks like... No, although they're a species. Where's the mother? Come on. I, I don't know question. the answer That might that. be a book that's forthcoming. OK. Gruffalo's yeah. Gruffalo's mother. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I don't know. There's, there's the surrogate... The, the, the Gruffalo's surrogate bride, I think, is Julia <laughs> Donaldson's. I think she book. said she found the Gruffalo's mum a difficult one to write because there was a lot of legal stuff about the <laughs> Yes. Poor old Who Julia. Was getting it was just getting a really down. I'll tell you some... Uh, Let alone the rhyming it? couplets. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm sorry, I asked the... the I can't communicate. I'm just going to ask you, how long we got left, generally speaking? <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> yes! About a minute of this length and one more. Sorry, but I, 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 tried, I tried miming and signals, and honestly... Do you know what like, happened? She looked at me like one would look at a wardrobe in a second-hand furniture <laughs> shelf. I got nothing coming back at all. This is... George Lineker would describe this as absolute scenes mm. on yes. absolute radio. Well, this is absolute scenes. No, it's just ask, I just remembered something else about coins. Oh, um, yeah. But um, shall we begin it? Or How long long's the last uh, bit? The last bit four minutes. Four minutes, that'll do it. See, all I need is a target. <laughs> Simple as that. As I, I can't lost a jackal once told me. <laughs> God, he was a raconteur and a half. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. You were asking for uh, repetitive news stories that pop up. Well, repeating rather than repetitive. Oh, right, repeating, yes. Yeah. Um, 
We've had an email in saying big spiders found in a bunch of bananas. Oh yeah, that is. Although I found still one, alive, uh, uh, I think. Yes. An ex-girlfriend of mine bought me a uh, cactus back from holiday. Mm. <clears throat> it was a metaphor, <laughs> but um, there was a big spider in that. Luckily, really? it was it had passed away, but oh. Oh, thank God it was a real big. <laughs> I thought they were using the euphemism <clears throat> to be sensitive to the spider's existing well, family I, members. Yeah, I thought so with its... Uh, <laughs> no, the other coin thing I thought of is I found in a drawer, I think it was 11 pound coins of the previous um, manifestation. Oh, yeah. So not the new pound coins. Lovely. Much bigger. Well, they're not Were much. They, well, I thought they were chunkier. Yeah, definitely heavier and but more the, sort of medieval. But the th- I thought, oh, I missed the, I've missed the sell by, I missed the spend by date on these. Have you then? Is that it? So, well, I, I was in the, pro- I was going to put them in the bin. <laughs> it's very hard to throw. I mean, that's a real. Yes. Very hard to throw money in the bin. Yeah. Remind me, what used to be a thing when I was a kid that every Speaking of newspaper tropes, it used to be every now and again you'd get like a millionaire lighting a cigar with a five pound <laughs> note, which I think they made illegal in the end that you can't burn um, the currency. Mm. But um, um, so I had these things, <clears throat> I thought, well, I don't know what to. I, I couldn't throw them away. No. I thought I could keep them for scratch cards. Oh, yeah. For example, oh, yeah. especially. Or for any big decisions. Oh, mm. yeah. Because if you're going to toss a coin, it's a big decision. It's like if you're in a duel. If I was in a duel, yeah. I'd want flintlocks. Yeah. Because you want someone to be, you want it to be an event. Yeah. So if I was going to, you know, buy a house or not, not buy a house, to have, to have these coins specially for that, I thought might mm. be a. Yeah. Mm. a Anyone ever been involved oh. in a duel? 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Talking mm. of houses, Frank, I've just thought that's a local news story. <clears throat> What's it's that? the um the narrowest house. They oh. do the narrow the narrowest house that in the county. Story, you know that? Yeah. Anyway, it turned out good news. Yes. Um the, I I took them to the bank and they gave me uh, new pound coins for them. Still. Excellent. So they're still oh, it was like it was like Gary Barlow. Oh, One minute they were in, they were nearly in the bin, and the next minute they were bright and sparkling again. It was, I was also going to suggest a metal drill and just drill a hole and make a little necklace with them. But that, that's, that would have, that's me. I'm creative. Yeah. Yeah, we had a story really on it. Creative. Remember the story about a man who paved his garage floor I with do, uh, yeah. coins? But there weren't. I mean, like I said, I think there was eleven. Two pence and mm. one yeah, pence. Yeah, I couldn't. I could have. I couldn't have paved. Um, I couldn't have paved a canary cage. No. I could have built quite a nice little staircase for a canary up to the perch. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, looking back. But, you know, they're, they're spent but now. Eight quid's eight quid, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 11 quid. Oh, was it 11? <clears throat> I mean, it might not have made the stairs. This spent, it depends on the age of the bird. But anyway, we're not going to... Not first time I've heard that. that. Not first time I've heard you say yeah, that. exactly. I've always got up the stairs in the past. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I made the joke. It's all right. Yes, it's all right. Don't worry. Don't panic. Anyone. I can say it. But nothing. Nothing bad has, has gone on. It's <laughs> nothing to see. Just move along. <laughs> move along. We've got the police tape around that remark. <laughs> Something's happened to my voice. You're sounding a bit grumpy. <clears throat> I, I, I feel a bit. I do feel a bit. 
um, Sarah's given me a glass of water. <clears throat> just precisely eight seconds to go on the show. <laughs> By the time I've drunk it, there'll be no time to say goodbye. Hold on. Secret mm. advert for water. Mm. This is a sponsored advert. <laughs> water. Mm. Don't advertise Paddington Bear or the Gruffalo <laughs> on coins. What's next? The, the Pepsi Fiver. <laughs> um, so look, that's thank you so much for listening today. And um, you know, when we're not funny, we're interesting, and that's something <laughs> you can all take away as a general rule for life. So, um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Toodaloo. Get your weekly Frank fix. Listen to the show as it happens on Saturday morning from 8 until 11 with more music and fewer ads with the Absolute Radio app.